Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, February 10th, we're back. It's National Umbrella Day, which is big, and we'll get to that later because, you know, Umbrella, Rihanna, the Super Bowl. Um, but Umbrella is not really a February thing where we're at. I guess the most important thing is around this time of year, it's a little bit Arctic. And somebody who has a lot of experience with the Arctic lately is Adam, who's back from the Arctic Winter Games. And it's a pleasure to have you back, dude. How are you doing? Pretty good. I had uh, two midterms today. So, you know, mm. it's been a, it's definitely been a day, but I'm ready for, I was saying there's not much to talk about today, so I'm ready for a nice relaxed podcast. Yeah, there's definitely not a lot to discuss. This might be a record breaking day for stuff on the sheet, but I think most importantly, we got to talk about these winter games that Adam went to. Mm, I know it's the Mac. <laughs> it is the Mecca right. of sport, really the mm. Arctic winter Games. So I know Alex, you might've had some questions for Adam. Well, can I can I set the record straight first? Okay. Because <laughs> I was being slandered on one of the podcasts that I was listening to that people think the guy I'm at, at the airport isn't real. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just have to say that the guy is 100% real. Like, picture you're at the, you're at the Fort Mac or you're at the Calgary Airport, right? In departures, and there's like one bar and three terminals. So I go to the other terminal to go to the bar and sit on the in front of the one TV that's playing the Eagles game. So obviously the other person that walks in probably did the same thing. So he happened to be a big football guy, went to university in Carolina, and we were just talking some Panthers. So raw. Yeah. Let's go. Setting the record straight. Now let's go to Alex. Yeah, well, my first question was, because it's like it's called the Arctic Games, like the Olympic yeah. Games. There's the Arctic Games. I kind of yeah. put two and two together. Uh, like, was there an opening ceremony? Was there a closing ceremony? Because there's a lot of nations involved here. So yeah. how were they honored? Yeah, I mean, there's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like the Canada Summer Games, Canada Winter Games. Have you heard of that? No, no, okay. no. Well, <laughs> maybe. Well, yeah, so there's like the Olympics, there's the Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics, and then most countries have their own, like their own national version. So we have Canada Summer Games, Canada Winter Games. And then we also have here, we have Alberta Summer Games, Alberta Winter Games. But all these like Arctic regions are too small to have their own. So they kind of all combine into one and they do Arctic Winter Games together. But yeah, there was like, there was an opening ceremony. They brought in the torch. Like there was a kid on a, in a, oh, on a dog oh. sled, like coming in with a torch. Okay. The that's torch. Rich. All the nations walked in with their flag. Okay. Um, that's what I call yeah, a ceremony. Yeah. That's no joke. Yeah, it's like, it, it was like the same as like an Olympic ceremony, just way smaller. Yeah. And then like closing ceremony. And then they, you know, bring the torch down and they're taking, sending the torch to Alaska. Cause that's where it is this year so holy they treat this pretty seriously yeah yeah wow that's hype dude congrats on the big assignment i had no idea it was so big i mean fort mac it is a you know entertainment venue across it's the world, a weird so. place like normally it's i mean i wouldn't say normally but you know past years was like greenland uh russia next year is alaska so i mean fort mac a like all these a beautiful like <laughs> fort mac a bit of a different cities experience. and <laughs> <laughs> and then the rigs dude yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> That's lit, dude. Just cigs and Coors Light cans everywhere. <laughs> Atco trailers. Everybody. Oh, yeah, it was sponsored by Atco, so. Oh. Wow. wow. That's like the uh, the Kia slam dunk contest. The, the the Atco Arctic Games. That's pretty sick, dude. Owned well, if we could, you know, have Saudi money, that'd probably be the people in Fort Mac. So they yeah. probably had enough yeah. money to afford to, you know, host the games anyway. Yeah, we got these like super like this winter jacket I got is probably nicer than any winter jacket I've ever purchased in my life. Wow. And they just gave it to every single official and every volunteer that worked two shifts. And it's like a six hundred dollar like minus forty winter jacket. So wow. And you like, were going you had like no winter jacket prior to this. <laughs> I have my uh, little Broncos jacket. It's actually right. pretty good, but yeah, yeah this yeah. is this is definitely the coldest jacket I have for sure. Nice. Let's go. Adam's gonna do the rare Canada Goose coat with shorts combo. He's gonna bust yeah. that out <laughs> soon for insulation on the top half. I like it, man. Owen, did you have anything you wanted to ask about the Arctic Games? Uh, so, so you ref the championship. Yeah, I did the gold medal game for the for the oldest boys. So yeah, wow. like the last game. Of the so team. like, how do they decide that? Were you just like the best ref or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, the way it works at yeah. like the the yeah. futsal. <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> it, well, the futsal portion of this tournament isn't the biggest. Like, there were only ten referees. Normally, if I go to like, if you go to provincials or Canada Summer Games, there's a lot more, and you get assessed on every game and this and that. So this one, there was just like one head referee who assigned us the first three days, and then he just kind of watched us and determined who he thought would be the best. And I had a pretty good tournament tournament leading up to the final, and then he assigns, you know, the quarterfinal. You see how you do semifinal, and yeah, I I didn't really make any major mistakes we call them kmis in the refereeing world key match incidents um i didn't have any that were incorrect so i got the final as referee one let's go dude wow we've got a real carl cheffers in our midst right now you gotta love it yeah congratulations congrats you big assignment dude and i think you know everybody everybody saw the controversial end to the gold game and then you got yeah. a nice nice long email that one of the most incoherent things i think i've ever <laughs> read but hey that just comes with the business that guy gets at what's it called kmi for sending that email yeah probably i mean for for the few people who didn't see what happened cuz i'm sure most people tuned in for the gold medal game on cbc but for the people who didn't um there was a red card at the end, like a second yellow to one of the kids. And then he was just like really fired up. And so he took his shirt off and then he like chased me around a little bit and kept swearing at me. <laughs> so obviously after I like a misconduct report, the kid is going to get suspended. And then his dad came down after the game and he also gave me some. So he's getting suspended too. And then they both wrote me like apology letters and nice. Again, banned for the next little bid from Alberta Soccer. So a little timeout. Yeah, yeah. little little pause. Nothing, nothing like a nothing like an apology letter to make you feel better when yeah. you get called every. Nothing name like <laughs> a dad coming down onto the field after the game and getting in your Threatening face your and life. screaming at you. Yeah. What was like, he saying to you? From Fort Mac. So. Oh, he. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, it, and it was the dad and the kid. I mean, he just kind of came down after the game. He's like. You got to let, because I called a penalty in like the second minute on like his kid was the guy. goalie. He, he'd at him. Let well, the I kids mean, play. 
it was pretty what like a play. he like cleaned the kid out penalty yellow card and so he comes down like after it was in the first minute of the game he comes down like an hour later and he's like you gotta let the kids play that wasn't a penalty that's I a mean, clean uh, save i think i like this guy and then he kept yeah. swearing at me he's like you're the worst fucking ref i've ever seen in my life i never want to see you here again and stuff like that so wow wow yeah and good. this was like in the like in the restricted area because he was a volunteer that's how he got in did he get a and, coat yeah oh yeah he had a coat he had a volunteer coat no dude. oh that's so uh, and he actually baited me because he came up i wrote background it checks a little better there just to quote it word <laughs> for word because i wrote Everybody it in his volunteer. conduct report he came up to us after the game me and my partner and he goes that was a great game, Raf. And we're oh, thank you. And then he goes, until you fucking ruined it. And then he started. <laughs> oh, baited, yeah, dude. Guy. This so guy he actually like nice. fully baited us because we were getting like hounded, like booed off the court because the home team lost. And then he comes, he's like, that was a great game, Raf. Oh, thank That's you. That's sick. I wow. like this guy. Yeah. Are any yeah. of your parents like uh, explosive fans? Like I, I, I don't have to ask about Dave, but what about <laughs> Alex? Your dad is he? A, is he like? Does he get into it? No, he's never gotten game. into it with the refs. No, no. My dad, he was more on like, he'll just like be like amped up on the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. And then he'll probably like, most of the time he'd be chewing me out in the car. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. but he'd never actually go up to the ref or confront. That's them. good. Yeah. My dad was the same. It was mostly just like yell at me and tell me that I'm not running enough <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> not much to the ref. All I got to say for the like listeners is if you are like a ref yeller or your parents are a ref yeller, like <laughs> I get it. You're like invested in like kids sports and stuff, but like maybe it's not worth it. Like maybe you need to realize that you don't actually gain anything from yelling at the refs and it only makes the end product worse. Like oh, no ref yeah. is going to go, Oh, like the dad up there is yelling at me. I'm going to try a little harder now. Like that's actually not going to happen. Let me like, lean towards the home team. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's, oh, I'll give you some more calls, my friend. Like that's just, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice by yelling kid, at them. Their kid's going to be a star though, Adam. Yeah. And you're oh, yeah, you're forgetting that. And if you it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for this volunteer referee, his kid would be in the NBA. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> I know Owen will remember this. Um, back in the day, he and I used to play on the same basketball team. And Alex, I like the way you said that. Explosive parents. This guy was an explosive oh, yeah. parent and an explosive coach. He was bald, like very much like a meathead type of guy. And I remember he Dude. was not loving the officials. He didn't actually have a son on the team. He was just a volunteer assistant coach. And he was like laying into the ref, picks up a technical, and then he threw a chair on the floor and got the Jim Valvano <laughs> boot. Dude. So, I mean, so, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I just think it's the best thing to do is just to leave it to the players. Like, if anything, just let the player themselves get ejected. Like, if the players aren't that pissed at the ref, then just, like, leave it. Like, it's you don't have to get into it, too. Like, just leave it to the players. To Yeah, I think the coach is the last person who should be yelling at a ref, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a parent's the last person. Yeah. I- Power yeah, rankings, maybe. Parent, but I, I mean, coach. a parent, I mean, a coach like, can, parent, like, a parent is there to watch. The a coach though. is there to coach the team. As a ref, my or coach myself, raw. Uh, yeah. I've, I've multiple hats. I, I do talk to the ref, but that's it's because sometimes a team will be like, for example, the opposing team will be doing something like that is illegal, yeah. but the ref maybe isn't paying attention to it. So you say, "Hey, ref, like." would you mind looking out for this that yeah. the other team is doing? Like, yeah, sometimes, like holding sometimes I'll get like respectfully approached at like 
during an intermission yeah. or something and it's like hey like just so you know and sometimes yeah, it, that can come off a little like by the way this is happening and you're not seeing it like do a better like i'm not gonna uh, listen to you I if mean, you say that but if it's like hey by the way like either way though <laughs> this is happening just maybe keep an eye out it's like okay i'll try but you know it just depends how you approach the guy if it's confrontational <laughs> it's never gonna work out well, as a like former footballer myself, like if we're gonna okay. start titles here, um, <laughs> I, like, team I, Serbia like member. To, I don't know about you guys. I like to push the boundaries with the refs, like see how <laughs> far I can get till I get yelled at, and then I'll probably chill out a little bit. But uh, I like to yeah, like yeah. just even with like players too. <laughs> like I don't know, yeah. I just think it's fun. But yeah, like if refs making a bad call, like I'll talk back, and then we'll see we'll see how far he tolerates it. No, no I agree with you. You got to push the boundary. I got I got teed up like a few weeks ago. Um, and it's just that it's just that you get sometimes a bit too close to the fire, and then you sometimes you get burnt. That's fine you, though, but you, but I'm you gonna know, keep going until I get that like yellow. Yeah, you figure <laughs> out what the limit is, and you're just you just park yourself right up against it. Yeah, you guys, you guys are much more into that than me. I'd prefer them to not even know I'm there. I'm like, uh, I, I would rock the That's invisibility coat. Co- That's a good way to cloak, do it. If I could, yeah, I, w- <laughs> I think it's a good call too. But hey, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll have to give it a try. I'll go on the I'll go on the aggressive mode next time I take the court. Um, the Super Bowl. Pretty excited for this. I mean, not gonna break any records there by saying that. But I felt like. Yeah. It, it, it's building, you know, Super Bowl weeks always build. I don't know what it is about them, but like you cannot be that excited by month on Monday, but by Friday, like you're, you, the engines are flowing. They always do that. Like, I agree. I'm like, so not that excited on Monday. Like when Schefter was tweeting, both teams have landed in Arizona. Like, <laughs> that like cool. yeah, like that was a miss. That yeah, was a like, miss. That's supposed to happen. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like that's some breaking news. Like, I don't know what I'm getting amped up about, bro. Yeah, but now if he tweeted it, you'd be like, "Let's go!" Yeah, but now I'd be like, "They've wow, touched down." Really happening. They For- should. They should honestly just practice all week at home and then just slam, like fly in Saturday, bro. Just so <laughs> Schefter can you. tweet a banger on like Saturday morning. Yes. Yeah. You can fly wake- in late Saturday night. Get in. Get out. <laughs> yeah, because then there's dead air. It's like they fly in and there's nothing for a couple days. The air yeah. kind of seeps out the balloon. Yeah, and yeah. trust me, as somebody who's been to that Cardinal Stadium, literal desert surrounding. So I don't know what nice. they're doing for entertainment or like what's going on. Because I mean, there's just nothing. So I mean, they could go check out the mall. I don't really know what else there is to do there. Arizona's a spot, though. Hey, it's getting a lot of press. It is. It's hot, dude. Yeah. And, it, and we can talk about why it's hot for most. It's the hot news coming out of Arizona. It, yeah, it is. A breaking news coming to the show later about Kevin Durant. I'm not going to spoil it, but for the people, <laughs> yeah. you might want to stick around. That's it now if you can. Yeah, because you'll be shocked by the time that I say the news. But anyway, Super Bowl. Um, 74% of the bets are on the Eagles in terms of the money, which is a little crazy to me. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to tip my hat to my pick, but I'm just going to say it right now. I like the Chiefs. I, uh, I think way to no not tip way. your hat. Yeah, I know. Way to I, not tip your hat. It was strategic. I feel like I feel like if someone listens to our show enough, you can predict right now who all four of us are gonna pick. Because I think yeah. it's you extremely obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh I like the Chiefs though. Let, let's get this on the record. I I, I don't want to be in a situation where I've had I picked against Mahomes, and I also like experience. Oh, classic Phil. That's a <laughs> no classic, way. Phil. And I like experience in the big game. And like, think back on the past Super Bowls that we've seen, bro. Like, 
you know, Tampa Bay against Kansas City, even though Kansas City had won one, the more experienced team won out. Think back even before mm. that to Eagles Patriots. Eagle, well, yeah. okay, that's about hey, that's no no stock is linear. Are you going to bring up the Andy Reid? Andy Reid. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep going. The Rams Patriots game. The Rams were like the hot team. They were favored in that game. The Patriots won that game. The Panthers Broncos game. The Panthers were 15 and one, like a hot team. Cam Newton MVP. Broncos came in and smacked them around. I like having the guys with the experience in the big game, and I know the Eagles are like the better team, but I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going with the flow. I'm not going with the 74. percent You can catch me on the Chiefs. Yeah, I think com- you didn't tip your hat though. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I completely agree with Phil. No way. <laughs> no surprise. Adam was right. Like <laughs> I think everybody saw this coming. I'm definitely going with the Chiefs. Uh, I'll poop on my boy uh, Jalen Hurts here for a sec. What last like championship game he's ever played in? What happened? Didn't pulled. even finish the game. Got pulled. So, um, Raw, you'll be seeing that. Nick Sudfeld at halftime. I don't know if we might see some Gardner Minshew because last <laughs> time it was in a championship game, Tua came in. And, uh, sure. and it, I mean, I know Tua made the comeback, but like Gardner Minshew is not coming back against the Chiefs. <laughs> so, uh, just, just a little side note there. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I completely agree with Phil. I value the experience. I like having Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes on my side. So Owen's um, turn to disagree. And, and yeah, I kind of agree with Phil. It's always like the like the new, like the hot team, this, that. And then the other team just kind of maybe they tune out the media more or, or what it is and all the, all the extracurriculars that come with the Super Bowl better. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the Chiefs here. Uh, yeah, I was going to go with the Eagles. I was on the Eagles for a long time, but I actually, I'm in a picks league, the same kind of picks league as I was in the regular season. And I predicted a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, which obviously isn't, hasn't happened. Um, still time. But nobody else predicted the Chiefs to win or to, I think there was only one other person who had them in the championship in the Super Bowl. So if they win, I, I win a bunch of money. So, um, I like the Chiefs. I just think <laughs> I like the experience. Um, I like the way their defense is playing right now, and I think their offensive line looks really good. And I, I like what Brandon Ayuk said. That kind of gave me some confidence. Well, say? that was a big loser comment. He's like, we're say? 10 times better than the Eagles. Oh. He was basically like, the Eagles aren't that good. And he thinks he's putting – he want, he would wow. bet his, his mortgage on the on the uh, Chiefs. That's well, the said. 49ers guys were pretty salty. That's – I mean, it's probably I, not a great idea. I to think ask that's called like I'm mad because I lost. That was probably not the greatest question. But he was like, "I don't want anybody to win." <laughs> that was raw answer, football answer. Yeah, because he was gonna say, "I like the Chiefs." You know, I've been a long time Jerick McKinnon guy. Um, so like I like his game fantasy owner in the off season. <laughs> Had him in fantasy. He did good. I mean, I lost in the playoffs, but he was still good. Yeah, that would have been a good answer, Adam. It's your chance to go for the. Uh, like dreaded sweep, to be honest. If you do, oh, this. so I guess this turned into us making our picks. Yeah, it turned in. It went from me not tipping my cap to pick <laughs> session. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if, if people know me. They know that I'm like I'm an NFC guy. First of all, okay, rock also, conference first. Hit number one, I am like every <laughs> Super Bowl. I was. I'm cheering for the NFC team pretty much every time. The Panthers, the Niners, the uh, the Bucks were an exception. Cause okay. But otherwise, <laughs> All right. All right. otherwise, I ride with the NFC teams, and I just 
Something about the AFC, the red logo with the A, it just looks so much uglier than NFC. Right. Okay. This is crazy that you've kept this take under wraps for the full regular season. Yeah. Well, it's it it's true. It happened last year in the Super Bowl. I took the Rams and I'm an and I was gonna build on it. People know and people do know I'm an NFC East guy, right? Wow, that's hint number two. <laughs> so I mean I have to take the Eagles here. Hint um, number three, I wore a green sweater this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride on like I'm gonna be listening to some Meek Mill this week. And I <laughs> think it would just be like cool if Mahomes wins, cool, but I mean I think it would be much more fun to see the Eagles win this game. And I think they're a better team. They have a better O line, they have a better D line, they can run the ball. Um, I'm kind of scared that Jalen Hurts can't throw it because he hasn't really thrown it ever since his shoulder injury. So, I mean, I'm a little afraid. But otherwise, I think the team is much better. And I, I don't think Mahomes... Well, I hope Mahomes doesn't have what it takes to go hero mode and win this game. Well, two two branches on that take. Number one, don't worry about Hurts because Minshew can come in at halftime. As we learned yeah. from Alex, it's a possibility. Right. But I would say I would agree. Hurts did not like really have to do anything in either playoff game so far. So but I like I also wouldn't be shocked if that just happens again. Like they just keep running the ball and they're up twenty one zero and it's like mm. okay. I don't know it though would be because crazy though where it's like the one game Hertz had to like make a big ass comeback, it just was in the Super Bowl and he couldn't do it. Like that's kind of but but you mean you, he beat Dimes and uh like Josh Johnson, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. So I mean he didn't really have to do anything in either game. I know the Chiefs haven't looked great in their side, but I mean the Eagles he did beat the Niners defense. Well, they were going to get up against the Josh Johnson like well, they three don't quarters. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. But three Chiefs and one Eagle. I like that. I, I actually saw an interesting question. It's not really about the game, but um, if you could reverse one Super Bowl result in your lifetime that doesn't involve your team, which yep. one would it be? I have an the Patriots have in 2007. Easy, you want them to go 19 and 0? Yeah. Oh, that's, Why? Not a, that's not a bad one. You're an Eli Manning hater? Uh, I don't really care for him, but I just wanted to see. I just liked Tom Brady back in the day. That's so. technically your team because you were a Patriots fan at the time. <laughs> so that uh, really 2007, count. I was uh, like my mommy's breast milk fan. <laughs> okay. like, I was like a child. Okay, but you turned into a Patriots fan. So that was your yeah, team. Yeah, like five years after, six years after. <laughs> Okay. Raw in my lifetime, I, I wouldn't have impacted my life in any way growing up, but I like that you reversed it. That's not bad. Uh, I'm going. I'm going for sure. 100 percent. The Panthers, Broncos, Super Bowl. I, the Panthers winning that would have been sick. Cam Newton having a Super Bowl. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved that. And that game was a freaking dud too. Hey, because didn't the, I, like the Broncos crushed the Panthers? Yeah, it was a. Yeah, it was over in like them. the first quarter. It was just the. It was a defensive. Very yeah. defensive. It was a Tony game. Yeah, it was a defensive <laughs> battle. But I mean, yeah. Peyton Manning couldn't throw, so like that game was yeah. just an eyesore. It was really boring. Like it, it was think, a bad game. Yeah, I, I don't think it was high scoring. I think it was a one score game most of the game. Yeah. But it was like yeah. just terrible. Neither team could move the ball, and I don't think halftime was that good either. It was like cold play. I think so. Not. You really think if Cam falls on the, the fumble, they win the game? No, because no. they they weren't scoring on Denver. I don't think. I think even if he. I mean, I don't know why we're, <laughs> why we're talking about but I think even if he dove into the pile, he wouldn't have recovered the fumble. So, I mean. 
whatever. Yeah. Does anyone remember? Sorry, on a side note, they're like first ever like, like when you think of football, what was like the first ever like play you ever saw. Packers, you know what I mean? Uh... Like mine was honestly like because like my dad's European, like he wasn't like all right, son, let's watch. Uh, <laughs> So watch yep. Tom Brady here, like like he didn't. So it was kind of me that got into into football. It was San Antonio Holmes catching that shit from oh, Roethlisberger, yeah. and really just seeing it on a highlight. Like it wasn't actually live, but that was the first time I was like, "What is this?" And I think the first I started from there. The first one I saw live was the. Uh, it was in the Ravens Niners Super Bowl, and it was I think it was the safety. I think I saw that live, and that was yeah. mine. Was the I was at my uncle's house, and it was the. I, there was other plays that I saw, but the one iconic play I like is burned into my mind is Gronkowski almost catching the hail mary at the end of the game. Great game, great game. Which Patriots. one was that? that was Patriots, Patriots Giants, uh, two. Giants two, 2012. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude. And then the next year I was locked into Ravens Niners. That was like the greatest football season ever. <laughs> yeah, I I think I was. Um, I, nobody's gonna remember this. I know Antonio Brown's rookie season. He made a great catch in a playoff game against Baltimore. So I I remember that one vividly. I was watching before that, but that's like the first play I remember. And I think that was the year Pittsburgh lost to Green Bay in the Super Bowl. So that was 2011. The, 2011. So the 2010-11. And then I, I yeah, that sounds about right for me. But I think if I had to reverse one, honestly, I think the Falcons just run out the clock and beat the Patriots. Cause what? what? You would ruin the the like greatest Super Bowl ever. Yeah, I would because of the Seahawks Patriots was the best Super Bowl ever. Okay, you would ruin the second best Super Bowl ever then. First best. Eh, I don't like, know. Why I just... would you change one of the greatest Super Bowls ever? You got to pick one that was like boring and just pick the team that you wanted to win well the curse would have I been think, lifted off the falcons if they had won I and think, I, I mean that would, yeah, I would who okay cares about that. the falcons it's, that's a well, fair no, point so but are we agreeing that seahawks patriots the greatest one in my in opinion life? yes in my opinion i yes. agree i agree because of like the shock so value yeah it was it was like killing the main character off like when you're watching a tv show out of nowhere it was like what what, what like with the falcons it was like you knew it was happening you're like uh this is a train it's coming and it's like, i mean it's they're they're happen. both up there like they're, they're one, one and two a, one b yeah one may oh yeah they're good they're up there this but is like i'm not trying to be different here and this might sound like i am but i i honestly prefer the patriots eagles to patriots seahawks that right. one was good. as far that as like a full too. like to me the patriots seahawks is like that's like a watching a horror movie and you get like a really good jump scare. Like it's a great moment, but like as far yeah. as like a, a great horror movie, what you want is like tension and like suspense built throughout. And for me, that was Eagles Patriots. That's right? true. The whole thing start to finish, and it was like an absolute defensive. Like there's no. It was like an opposite of a Tony Tony game. Yeah, yeah. Like really exciting. Didn't, didn't Jermaine Curse have like an unbelievable yes. catch before that? Yeah, the, and the two yeah. plays before that, Brady like full field touchdown yeah drives. that's why it was so, that I was a great it. game that was the best game i've ever seen jermaine curse made that like unbelievable like catch while he was falling I the think. seahawks yeah. were Juggling seahawks were up 10 with like 22 minutes to go yeah yeah so, like that was yeah. the best game i've ever seen i gotta say that as far as the eagles game it. you should the eagles patriots game i will give you credit because at that point the patriots already had the persona of like never count them out they'd done the falcons already so the whole time philadelphia was ahead it like didn't feel real it was like yeah. all right like the patriots are like the the shoe's going to drop here back. yeah exactly they're going to do and then the strip fumble was no no it was the strip fumble cuz you were like brady to with 2 minutes yeah. at like the 25 like Down this five. Is, yeah we've i've seen this movie before and then you just see i think it was who was it for cox 
Who's it was like was it? Derek Barnett Brandon, or something. I mean, yeah, Graham. it was Derek Barnett. Might have been. Yeah, I think it was Barnett. And yeah. then you're just like, because I remember I was at my house. I was like right up at the TV, and I I was like, this is like. I've seen like I know exactly what's gonna happen, and then you're just in shock because you're like waiting for there to be a flag or something. Because you're like, this is not how this movie's supposed to end. I guess the, the it does for me. I would take the Falcons one to, to bring it back to the question because I don't have any real problem with any Super Bowl results in my life. To be honest, there wasn't one that I was like, man, I wish it went this way. Seahawks Broncos. I don't know. It, it doesn't really affect me that Seattle won that game. Like I, I don't like not one that I'm strongly like. I wish that didn't happen. I guess. I'm pretty okay with a lot of the results, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe just me, but props, we got to do this. It's our props contest. The season has come down to this for a year long picks. The situation, Owen 62 and 59. He has the lead. I'm one back. I'm 61 and 60. Alex is still in it as well. He's 58 and 63. Adam's just, uh, he's weak set like 18 and he's got like Nate Sudfeld in and he's just going to try to do what he can and repair a 55 and 66 season. As far as locks go, Alex has already sealed that up. So we'll all pick locks. Owen and I can get to 500 if we win our locks. So there's some incentive there. Adam's seven games under 500 in his locks. He had a tough season. So again, just a week 18 Nick Sudfeld situation. So you're under the least pressure, Adam. Let's start with you. We're going to bounce it around. Everybody do some props and then we'll uh, hit our locks and move on. So what do you like, Adam? Get us started. Okay. I'm going to take us to the uh, national anthem. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is probably my favorite thing to bet every year, just because you know, it feels like the Super Bowl when you get to the national anthem and uh, you're sitting there with your stopwatch and I'm normally a big over guy because you like want to hear them extend the note and you're holding your timer and it gets like super hype as you get to the last few seconds. But I just, I like the under here. Uh, the line I have is two minutes, four seconds. And uh, I mean, that's a pretty short song and the last country male singer went like way over that. But I mean, uh, this guy doesn't have much tape. Uh, no recorded like tape be... of him singing the anthem ever. Yeah, no tape. So, I mean, he hasn't really been under the public eye singing the national anthem. I think he's going to, you know, want to get it done. And he's not going to have the balls to go out there and drop <laughs> a two minute, 30 seconds. So, I'm going to. It's gonna Chris Stapleton, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Some country singer. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with his work, but Owen might be as, as far as he's the music guy. Not familiar. Not a big country guy. Not mm. like current country music like a pop country situation okay yeah, not really so mark that down adam's on the under two minutes four seconds on which one are you going with first um i'm gonna go with the two-point conversion and i'm gonna take the yes and the line that i have is plus 115 for yes uh and to me this is just i mean the eagles are a very analytics kind of based team they can't really be stopped on the qb sneak uh they're gonna score touchdowns in this game so I just think it's like inevitable that at some point, whether the, like they need to, to like tie a score or make it like a three point game or whatever, they're going to go for two just because how dominant they are in short yard, short yardage and how um, kind of gets their coaches. I like that one. I, I might add that to my card. I'm uh, That's a good one. But uh, my first one, I'm going to go Jersey number of first touchdown score. Give me over 11 and a half. Now I'm losing a lot here because I'm losing Hertz. I'm losing McKinnon. I'm losing Devonta Smith, AJ Brown. I know I'm losing a lot of guys, but I'm gaining the tight ends. I'm gaining Miles Sanders. 
I like the over 11 and a half. I like this one more than actually picking the first touchdown score because I don't think I've ever done that successfully, but I always try. So maybe I can get some luck on over 11 and a half. I like that one. Those are always fun. I think, I think we were betting those last year too, eh? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. That and, uh, that and um, NFTs, the price of NFTs from Owen. I'll take I'll take the will a special teams or defensive touchdown be scored and I'll go with yes at plus two eighty five. I feel like I feel like I don't know if we got one last year, but if if we didn't get one last year, then I'm I'm feeling more confident that we'll get one this year. Um, just something about it, just something about defense showing <laughs> up in the Super Bowl, and uh, you know someone's gonna make a mistake, so. I like I like someone to put the ball in the end zone there on the defensive end. Let's go, dude. Double up. Give me two if you got it. It was if Rihanna was um it was, so it was a halftime prop and it, it was an interesting one. It was if will um Rihanna show cleavage during <laughs> during the halftime performance. And I was a bit surprised. Rihanna to show cleavage, yes, is at minus five hundred. I'm gonna go no at plus two seventy because <laughs> A, she's a mom, and B, she's wow. married. Wow, wow, great point. Like, she's a wife and a mom. If you're going to do this, how are you going to define cleavage? Well, well, just, well, I don't know. We'll see if it hits. Well, ask the bookmaker. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if the... If the I think it's problem. like a guarantee, yes. Like, it's the Super Bowl. She's going to change into, like, seven different outfits. Like, one of them is bound to have a little bit of cleave. <laughs> well, Adam, you're so that's, Adam, right. Adam you are a sick-minded that. person, dude. You are sick. <laughs> what? He's the one betting on it. No, Alex is respectful. Well, I, no. <laughs> yeah. I said no cleavage. You're gross, Adam. Adam's canceled. I'm not dude. betting for it. I'm not betting. I'm I not just touching think this good one. Good value. <laughs> like I don't. I'm betting the number. Betting. I think it's just good value there. I like it, dude. Uh, that's a good pick. I actually, yeah. I liked your, I think you had sound logic going through that. So that's good. I have a Rihanna one. Does Drake make an appearance? Minus 110. No, there's no way Drake's making an appearance, no. dude. The fact that this isn't minus a thousand is crazy, bro. Like I wish I was in the <laughs> States so I could actually like put a mortgage on this. There's no way that Drake is yeah. showing up at halftime of like a famous ex of his. That just doesn't make that's any ridiculous. sense to me. Like they have so like they have a history and then like what like ASAP Rocky's like fine, signing off on that like what also like Rihanna Drake songs bro like they're not like they, there's what not are they gonna do controller <laughs> like get out of here yeah <laughs> uh, I just don't see it dude my minus one ten no seems like a lock like if he wants to appear he'll do it as like a headliner type <laughs> thing anyway so this doesn't make any sense to me for a hundred reasons but Owen you're up number two uh I'm gonna take. Another halftime one. I wanted to put a halftime one in there. So this one just made no sense to me. Rihanna falls down on stage. No is minus a thousand. I'm going to take yes, she falls down on the stage. Okay. For plus 550. Let's go. Can we um, get a good value situation? Great value situation. A. B. Fall down on stage. I mean, she could probably do some like some sort of dancing or whatever and end yeah. up on the ground. Mm hmm. You know, it's probably pretty slippery out there. She's Inside also mom, Arizona. so she's all every all signs are pointing to fall. I like Have that. Have we had a fall recently? I don't know. I don't think so, dude. But I mean, there's that means that we're due. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all about just being due for <laughs> yeah. something. Whether it's a touchdown by the defense or Rihanna <laughs> falling on stage, or cleavage, <laughs> we're just due. I like it, Adam. You're up back to back. Give me two. 
Uh, okay, so for my first one, I like the first penalty of the game because I like cheering for the flag. So I'm going to say uh, first penalty of the game, and I think you get good value here. I'm going holding plus 130. I think I think holding's a pretty good one. I I like I can smell a false start, but I mean it's a Super Bowl of a pretty neutral crowd. I think you can figure it out without the false start. So I I like the value on holding there. Not bad. I think that's a safe bet. That's probably the most called penalty. It's uh it's even odds with false start. So but All yeah. Right. Let's hear number 2. Uh, and then I think this one's a lock. Can I lock right or no? <laughs> Whatever, I won't lock it. But I, it's how many TikToks is Jackson Mahomes gonna post during the Super Bowl? And this Ooh. is from kickoff to the final whistle. The line is one and a half. I'm going under. Yeah, I think he's he's posting before. If they win, he's posting after. But the the chance that he drops two mid game like maybe i can see him dropping a halftime performance That's, like dancing to that Rihanna. would be the worry that that I, would be the worry but i think i think just to ride on my eagles bet i think if the chiefs are losing he's not going to have the balls yeah. to post more than one tiktok so i'm going under 1.5 playing the numbers i think that's right but you're taking a gamble with the halftime because like yeah. Rihanna's like a trendy. She got the, you and know. he is, you know, he would like that halftime. He would like that halftime. Owen, you're up. You know what? I'm going to go against the grain here. <laughs> Team to record the most sacks, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Plus a hot take. That is a hot take. Uh, but their defense looked so good last game. And I think their line is better than people give them credit for. And, again, I like what Brandon Ayuk said. I think their defense, the – the Eagles defensive line's a bunch of roads. Bunch yeah. of roads. I like it, dude. You're going with your boy yeah. Chris Jones. So I saw he said he has the flu, but he should be better by Sunday. So for well, he better be. Yeah, for your sake of that bet, I hope so. Um, <laughs> National Anthem, who do they show first? I love this one. Always talk about this one. Uh, you're getting great value with Hertz at plus 110 over Mahomes. Here's why. Hertz is, and I don't, like, he's one of the most handsome guys going. So if you're looking to like, that, that's the first reason. If you're looking to like show someone to capture attention, he's like a very handsome looking guy. So there's that reason. And then second of all, like usually you want to pack a punch with the last guy. Like you're like, all right, like, and the home of the brave. And then you cut to Mahomes. Like show me Mahomes for the big action yeah. shot and then the plane. So I think they save him, talk him for the back and then. Let's go guys. <laughs> Let's go. Let's win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Roll hurts first. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm up with that. Alex, you get back to back. Um. Okay. So I love a good shoe prop too for the halftime performance. Um. So my shoe prop here is gonna be Rihanna's first shoe, and it's gonna be the color red. Um. I just think Arizona red, the desert, like Jeez. just like Arizona's like red, like like the color. It's their color. Red is their color. Cardinals. So I think there's got to be some sort of like red theme going on there. Um. I, last year I I think I messed it up with Snoop Dogg. I, I picked one color and it was totally off. So, um, <laughs> I'm looking for redemption honestly because because I, I do like the uh, I do like the shoe props. Um. And then in regards to, let's go. Let's go Devonta Smith, uh, 50 plus receiving yards in each half. All right. I think, wow. I think, I think he's a big time performer. Um, and he was pretty big time in that national championship too. Hey, he's not a choker <laughs> like Jalen hurts. So 
<laughs> well, Jalen so, Hurts is going to be throwing him those balls, so you, you yeah. need that. True, but a few picks here and there, and he's out. Uh, so, well, Gardner Minshew can always finish the second half, so don't forget that. I will. Uh, so, 50 yards, man. I don't know. I think I think there, you know, a lot of attention on A.J. Brown, a lot of attention on the running game, and then they just kind of let uh, Devonta cook. So, uh, I'll go with that. I like it, dude. That's a good pick for you. I Plus think 1,100, yeah. That's solid. That's solid. I'm going with will they mention Andy Reid or show Andy Reid being in the punt, pass, and kick competition? Yes, plus 115. Even if it's like a... Because you're trying to relate to like the moms out there, you know? And we've all seen the clips of him doing that. I could picture them throwing in like a, we've all seen, you know, the famous video when he was a kid, you know? Well, not a lot's changed since then. Ha ha. Like something like that. They don't have to roll the video, but I think they talk about it. So I like the yes there. Plus 115 Owen um I'm gonna take the does Gronk hit the kick of destiny I'm gonna say he makes the kick of destiny minus 105 <laughs> I wasn't gonna take that one but I like it dude that's that's yeah. he's an athlete he could boot it through the post he's been training he called Vinatieri as I've seen yeah. literally a thousand Probably. times so yeah. not bad Adam give Thanks. me two and then we're then we're rolling around I'm just playing the number here. Um, I like the value you get. First turnover of the game is an interception. I'm going no. You get plus money on that, plus 120. Um, I just, I don't think a pick is, like these two QBs aren't really that prone to throwing picks. And uh, I think turnover on downs is just more likely. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go no. Okay. Let's hear number two. I think I'll take this one just, just for a good bet. Um, I think it's like plus 390. I'm going a white guy to throw a pass attempt. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to take that plus 390. That's not bad, dude, because Henny and Minshew, as we know, Minshew, yeah. as we've said for the eighth time, very much in play. So I'm down. Or, you know, that. some, I mean, some Jason Kelsey. Yeah. What if Travis, Travis and Jason Kelsey. Kelsey ran a play together because they're brothers? What if wow. they like sneak? It'd be like when Peyton Manning took the snap from Jeff Saturday in, in the Pro Bowl. Exactly, dude. What if they did that? That would be that would be crazy. There's not there's so cool. there's some good value on that because they're brothers, of course. So you, I mean, you got to relate that in. But, in case you didn't know. Yeah, and just like in actually case. Re- like same parents do. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Not even but. a step situation. Um, Owen, you're up with your last regular pick. I'm going to go with team field goals over for Kansas City minus 106 because this is going to be a defensive field position battle and Butker's a good kicker so he's got some good range. I think they'll I think they'll just be bombing it and they're going to win by field field goal at kind of at the buzzer so that'll be one guaranteed. Raw. I agree. Chiefs money lines my last regular pick. No explanation needed there. I just like the number. Put even odds. I'm in. Alex, your last regular pick and then your lock. Let's go with any QB to, to score a receiving touchdown. Let's go. Plus 1,400. <laughs> any QB. Rob, 14 to 1 shot for yes, one unit. I like going for the long shot, so give me another Philly special. That would be crazy if they ran it again. I'm kind of in on that right. idea. Wow, I like that too. That's wow. like the greatest play in Philadelphia sports history, maybe. If they hit it twice, that right would be there. insane. That would be pretty I crazy. could see Nick doing it just for... Then they'd have to tradition. If the Chiefs do it on the Eagles, that's like ultimate. Wow. wow. Like we really specialed on you to win the game. <laughs> and then they do the, the spin game. before. <laughs> they do the huddle where they spin around, like Owen said. Yeah. And, and then, then Philly special. And then Philly special in overtime from 80 <laughs> yards out. <laughs> and then give me a lock, Alex. Which one's your favorite or you like a new one? 
no, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna lock Riri in. Okay, I'm locking Riri. No cleavage. <laughs> okay, I like it, dude. My lock is also a Rihanna lock. I haven't unveiled it yet. I love this number. I had to seek it out specially. Rihanna to perform work plus two fifty. Yes, there's Rihanna no way. is performing work, dude. And it doesn't eat because Where here's you find that? here's the thing about work, bro. She could just throw it in for like ten seconds. She could just do the work, 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 work. Like she could just throw it in, and she doesn't even have to perform the actual song. Also, you're forgetting like. She hasn't released music in, like, seven years. That's, like, her last big song. So, of course, she's going to play it. It's, like, this is, like, my new, like, like, like it's, like, eight years old. But <laughs> this is technically my new, like, bop. My freshest song. Yeah, work, dude. So, she's playing that. Also, pl- plus 400 on Disturbia, dude. Like, that. that's Whoa, way what? too high. Disturbia is also one that could get played. So... I, I'm in on work, and I like Disturbia as a side, but I'm locking work, plus 250. That seems crazy to me. How? What? What other songs is she going to play? That's what I'm saying. Well, she has a lot of songs. She has a lot of But she's not going to be up there at the Super Bowl with the kids playing S&M, bro. Like, cancel some of those ones out because she's got some explosive songs. Like, be- like better have my money's like a little too explosive like yeah. for the super work Bowl. seems like it's like right there yeah exactly. right in the wheelhouse where, 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 what other songs is she gonna play oh, though what's what's like umbrella? umbrella yeah hold on what's umbrella oh it's like that's umbrella. that's like the one she's gonna play last like that's like her best oh i know song. but what's the what are the odds oh it's like minus ten thousand, dude like the, oh okay, yeah. okay okay like umbrella um don't stop the wait, music but, wait but phil if she plays work and then it's like Drake. That'll that'll kill me. But it's okay. <laughs> that is so. Heated. Yeah, that's pretty heat. But though. he does nothing on that song, dude. He did, you need me to. What is it? Dun dun dun. Oh, no, and then come over. That's, that's a different song. That's no, that's the, song. the same song. That's the same song. You're thinking of what's my name, dude? He's also on that shit one. Together. That no, one? No, that's a uh, Georgia Smith. The, the way you no, sung he, it. You know, he comes like, in. He's like, you need me to. No, dude, no. She's playing work, though. Let's lock that in. Owen, what's your lock? Great question, Phil. <laughs> no sweat, dude. Um, I'm going to go team to score last wins. Minus 220. Harrison Butker, walk-off field goal. W. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what's your lock? Uh, I'm going to go with will Gatorade be poured on the coach before the game ends? Uh, no. I'm taking the no. I don't Great I pick. don't like yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a knee situation. I think we're pouring it off. You you gotta see the buzzer out. So. Okay. I like that. And you have no inclination on the color this year, eh? No TikTok comments that have really I, stood out to you? Uh I mean I'm leaning yellow, but it's it's kind of a boring you know, it's a fun bet, like when you're getting into prop bets, but now nowadays, like I don't want to use one of my picks on it, but I would go yellow. Let's go. It's kind of boring because I'm on the favorites, so I like it's going to be yellow. Uh, yeah. Yellow is the best one. People forget that last year I picked blue, and then Adam said, "Like, sorry, it's going to be green," and it was because he read a TikTok comment that was said it was going to be green. Freezer. <laughs> that was ice take by Adam. I think I was wrong. Well, it was green slash yellow, but yeah, anyway. yellow two years oh. ago. Okay. Well, that makes it doubly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just air then. Heat item. Um, other stuff. I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. Let's get that on the record. Sunday's going to be great. Post show. Officially. Ex- excited. Officially excited. It's Post- on the record. Oh, yeah. Again, don't want to tip my hat. Chiefs, excited for the Super Bowl. Let's go with that. Post show, it's going to be me, Owen, and Adam. And then maybe we'll bring in a fourth chair. 
maybe my dad will come on and break down the oh, game. Let's That would be a good episode because Alex is going to be in the sack, which we can get to later. Um, Other NFL stuff to hit real quick. Have to talk about Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat. Now, he says, here's the full quotes. I'll give you the full context, and then we can break down a couple layers of this. He says, it's going to be important to get through this week and take my isolation retreat and contemplate all things my future. He called the darkness retreat, it says it's four nights alone, says it'll be pitch black day and night for four days. It's really sensory deprivation isolation. He says it's like a group activity, so everybody comes in. There's two slots that people bring in food and they drop it in. Um, he says if somebody can't handle it, they're allowed to leave. No music, no one else inside, just you and the darkness and your thoughts. So I Owen is this in like a building or is this like outside somewhere? Like like what what is this like it's pitch black? So. Well, I think it's they're gonna need a building. I think <laughs> I think they're gonna need a building because it's gonna no, like, just be like know, a hole like in a fucking in like cave or something. Like yeah. oh like a igloo type beat. He could be yeah, doing it like, all natural. Yeah, like that's what I'm cave. saying. Is it like all natural? Like are, is there grass under like or something? Like, I don't know. Or is it like yeah, I guess it's in a building then. Yeah, maybe as long as it's got good like ayahuasca there it like that good 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 (laughs) yeah none of this week dude give me the good the best of the best i don't know know. like he's going to the raiders i don't know what you guys want me to tell you like (laughs) here's the thing you guys are black you you guys are (laughs) this black that dark this black hole going to the raiders yeah wow i didn't even think about that Here's the, the thing, side. you guys, like, you guys are the <laughs> you guys are battling it out like you actually want the forty year old quarterback on a four day darkness retreat the week of the Super Bowl to come to your team. You guys actually yep. both want that, so bro, who yes. doesn't want the twenty nineteen Packers three years later? <laughs> We're the worst roster, worst coach, yeah. worst GM, yeah, harder division. Give yeah. me Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I want him. Somebody should like. Maybe like tap on the walls of this tank, like some Morse code jets. Play with his head a little bit. Jay, he's If the Raiders get Rodgers, though, can we even call them Patriots West anymore? Now they're Packers West. They'd have to be Packers West. Well, they could be Packers Patriots West. Like, remember then those were the hot teams, like 2013 14 zone? Uh They're just moving a little late. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the dream Super Bowl that never happened. I think I, um, I, I don't want to be rude because it seems like this might be real, but I don't, I don't buy for one second that the guy is living four days in the dark and not sleeping. I just what? don't believe yeah. it. Wait, well, I don't he said he's not he's on his phone. I missed that part. He's at home. He's at home. In my opinion, he's at home. He's just like sta- he's sitting at home. Like, don't talk about me because if you will, like, if you do, I won't even hear it though because I'm in a darkness retreat. But really, he's like, whoa, he's got seven phones pulled up and he's just. Ch- you mean to tell me he's <laughs> leaving this on Super Bowl week? Like he t- he slips this in on Super Bowl week, so nobody will talk about me. I'm just gonna be in my little cave or in the, in the, my exterior. It's just not real life, bro. And like, if they're passing you food and it's this dark where how do you even know like where do you even like see it come in like if it's this dark i don't understand how do you know the food's who's there can, who's like helping him is it just bactiari like who is like his friend mcafee and Devonte <laughs> adams bro <laughs> nate hackett somewhere in there too he's just feeding him <laughs> like throwing a steak in like a lion dude that could be a move my favorite part of this is he said i need the four days to like come closer to the decision so he's not even like I'll make the decision. No. He's going to be like, 
okay, in four days, like I'll, I'll pretend to be on so, like off social media. And then depending on like what the news cycle is, like if the Super Bowl was like a crazy game, then I'll drop like another bomb. Yeah. But like, if it's not crazy, I'll just bide my time and wait until it gets crazy. So then I can drop the news yeah. when the cycle's like really hot, when something <laughs> really crazy happens, so I can be in the news. But the bomb after the darkness retreat will be that he's getting closer to making a decision. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be the that'll be the bomb, and then after he'll just keep like stretching it out. He's yeah. he's he'll, like, like like he'll like follow like a team on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Well, in his decision process right now, he's not like. He's not in the red zone, but like Scott Hansen's keeping tabs on the decision. Like he's about to pull it up on the screen and be like, he's entered the red zone of his decision process. He's at like the 26 yard line right now. And it's like second and nine. Like it could, yeah. he could move into the red zone soon, but he also might need to, you know, punt and get the ball back and play a little field position to make his decision. That's what I would say. Right. But you know how this ends? Him going back to the Dream Packers man. because yeah. <laughs> he has a sixty million dollar salary, and if the Packers trade him, they take forty million in dead cap. So I think he's going to end up with the Packers. That would be my guess of where this I, ends up. I, but I'm glad yeah, that we get to talk about him. He also said after they lost to the Lions, I'm going to be ready to announce my decision in two to three weeks. No, just scrap that. He's taking it into like March Madness. That's <laughs> that's his game plan yeah. right now. That's good. It'll, it'll be ready by OTAs. Yeah, then we'll, we'll know. know. <laughs> Good thing he kept that jersey, man. That was so ridiculous. Yeah, there's some just some you like to keep than others. Yeah. Some of them you just want to keep. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with keeping your jersey, dude? It's Nothing. Yours. I hope he it mails is, it to him. True. Some you just want to give to friends and stuff. I'm like, Aaron, no one like that wasn't your last <laughs> game. Like no one wants your week 18 lines like jersey. <laughs> Get out of here. Randall Cobb probably wants it. That's about the only guy I can think of. Randall Cobb probably got it. He's probably got a wall of just random jerseys, like week 14, 2013. <laughs> He's got like a shrine in his house to Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. It's like the Grammy Museum for Aaron Rodgers. That would be sick. Um, tonight was NFL honors. Mahomes won MVP. Justin Jefferson won Offensive Player of the Year. Nick w. Bosa won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year was Garrett Wilson. Defensive rookie of the year was Sauce Gardner. Jet sweep. So congratulations to Owen. Coach of the year, Dayball. And then we have the Hall of Fame class announced as well. Uh, Daryl Revis, first ballot. Joe Thomas, first ballot. Rondé Barber, Demarcus Ware, and then a bunch of older guys who I, I would say their names, but it would take me a while, and I also don't know that I would know them. So congratulations to everybody. I guess if there's any storylines you like there, I mean. You mentioned Dak. Oh yeah, man of the oh year. Oh my god, man of the year for Dak. So congratulations sure. to him too. So that's. Did you mention Gino too? Comeback player of the year. Yes, I that was the one I was happy about. And, and George Kittle, uh, head and shoulders, something protection play of the year. By the way, airball, airball. What most, is that? Most he, fun. He won the. the he won it. He won play of the year for his catch against the Cowboys, where he like tucked it in before. He, You're kidding. That was kidding. play of the year. It's got to be the Pickens, no? Should have. No, been. that was like. I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of play of the year, yeah. And catch wow. of the year was the Jefferson catch, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, I was gonna like no, I I don't want to make Owen too angry here, but I don't really understand. Like, I get he's great. Oh, I agree. Neither of the Jets should have made it. I I don't know. I don't know enough about Sauce, but I don't know why Gary Wilson won it. Well, I think it should have been Walker. I yeah. think it should have been Purdy. No, that's not bad. Oh I would have been okay with for that. five games or six Eager. games, like <laughs> eight games, eight or nine. Nah, no, nah, he started week fourteen. 
Seven. It was four or five. It was, it was five games. No, no, that's you got to play more. Five. Nah, I think it was week fourteen. It might have been thirteen. Yeah, Wasn't that's kind of like the o? what was the year Embiid was up for rookie of the year and he played like twenty five games. Do you remember that? And then they gave it like nobody else was good, but did he win anyway or did like Malcolm Brogdon oh, yeah. win? I think five games. Malcolm Brogdon right? won. Yeah. yeah, that's criminal. Yeah, the, you're not giving Walker a too. Walker would have been above him as well. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I think I Garrett, Garrett Wilson was sick for like four weeks. Like Brock Pretty was sick for more weeks than Garrett Wilson. Uh, Brock Pretty shouldn't be in the conversation. Oh, I think Kenneth Walker then should have won it because he was. Yeah. Yes. He played a majority Kenneth, of the season. Dude, I know he was out for a few games, but Kenneth Walker rushed for a thousand yards playing like nine or ten games. It's Kenneth Walker, I think, clear in my yeah. opinion. Who should have won instead of uh, Sauce? It should have been uh, Tariq Woolen. It should have been yeah. a, a Seahawks sweep, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. Instead, they got the nomination sweep. I also don't understand how there's offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and then just rookie of the year that Aiden Hutchinson won. Like, well, what is that? I don't... What? Yeah. No, what? that was that was the... <laughs> That's a thing? You got baited by Tony. That oh. was like the Lions Pepsi play. Oh. oh. <laughs> I got sacked. I got ball sacked. <laughs> By Tony, like that's by Tony, dude. Holy Lions award. Heat, heat. No, no, no. It's his. He won the 2022 Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Year. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't get that. It's not. It's not part of NFL honors. It's like a different thing. Like you know how ESPN. But it's not a Lions thing. Mm. Is it not? No. Okay, well, it's not an NFL honors. It's not an honors thing. Are you sure? I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I think you're wrong here, Adam. It doesn't make really a lot of sense to me that they're just giving out another award on the same night. Yeah, well, don't worry, because it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. (laughs) So the research, we don't need it. Yeah, you were right, Phil. You were right, Phil. Thank you. I didn't get sacked, but it would be funnier for the notes if I got sacked, I guess. Um, Credit to Tony, by the way. Thank you. Credit to Tony. He scooped it. He had it. Tony really wanted us to talk about Man City today. Sorry, Tony, not going to make it today. There's like we still, can talk about it. no, there's ah, still like a, a hundred things to do and it's just not going to make it today. You'll hear it next week. Maybe, maybe, um, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I also thought I turned on the NFL honors for five minutes and Kirk Cousins was literally singing a song on the stage. Like he actually was <laughs> literally singing a song. So I don't know like what that ceremony was all about, but I guess that's the NFL honors. Uh, AJ Green retired. Only thing I wanted to say here was AJ Green for a couple years was absolutely awesome and there's no like he's a hall of famer to me so i had to get yeah. that on the record because he always gets slandered like old aj green on the trash Bengals. people don't know yeah people don't know because he was unbelievable for like five or six years the only thing keeping the Bengals relevant with that bum andy dalton i liked aj green so much i i've actually dedicated 10 minutes of my life to watching um his high school mixtape oh that's an that's an unbelievable tape He's he's like that was a nasty tape. Like go if go do yourself a favor and go watch his high school tape because it's unreal. Like he's awesome. Oh, sorry, I just learned that the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. Oh, good, more. We're not back on this. <laughs> it's fan voted. It's the fan voted. Oh, rookie okay, of the year. thanks. Yeah. Well, you just spit on AJ Green's football grave. That was not very nice of you. <laughs> um, did you have anything you want to say about AJ Green on or just next? Uh, next, next. All right, pass. let's let's pass it on. A couple more NFL ones, and we could hit the NBA. Roger Goodell says Monday Night Football will have flex scheduling next season. That's thank God. I'm W a big W. More than ready for that. He also said officiating's never been better. I tend w. I tend to agree with that. I know it's mm-hmm. a crazy take, but I mean, what are you gonna do? 
I mean, there's just more games and more cameras, so more things look wrong. But the officials have never been better. I agree with that. Rogers has just been killing it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I thought people were – I thought that was going to cause some heat on the show. I thought we were going to get some disagrees there. But I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I think it's very good. And the issue is that it's just harder than ever. And there's a million camera angles that make you see tiny things that people think are wrong. But at the end of the day, it's probably the best it ever has been. Facts. That's how, I, that's how I feel. So I'm glad we did that. A problem with the NFL, they re-upped the zone for another four, 10 years. 10-year oh deal till 2033. It's now not just Canada supplier. It's the international supplier. So anywhere that isn't the USA, you got to go through the zone. So I, w- I would say, you know what that means? It's going to be even worse trying to watch these games, dude. Because everywhere in the world is going to be trying to access these games. So that's a big L. There's no I mean, I don't think it. the zone is bad. I just wish it went to something better, like Fubo or something. No. <laughs> I don't wish it went to Fubo at all, bro. Like, I think we learned that the Alex's, like, issue with the zone was just, like... <laughs> his, his internet? His internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just... As soon as you pulled out the PlayStation, it was working like a dime. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, everyone, if you're having issues, get a PlayStation, because that thing works like a machine. Or just oh. get something that can connect to the internet properly, because the smart TV wasn't doing man, it. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All the Wi-Fi works pretty good, and then it just was very <laughs> <laughs> so the zone might not actually be that bad it's turned out this might be a w no nah, i'm still giving them always bad reviews they always have like a how did we do today and it's pretty poor every day <laughs> every sunday every sunday but well, monday and thursday is good yeah well that's because you're watching cable like I'm, I'm running the TSN, so it's always clean. Uh, now. Oh, raw! Get, get boss doing. <laughs> um, last thing, maybe a cap of the year candidate. Honestly, an unbelievable cap, and it flew very under the radar. Uh, Russell Wilson says Roger Goodell called him to <laughs> oh. approve the idea of flag football in the Pro Bowl. That's ridiculous. That's an all-time freezer, dude. I just I love Russell Wilson. Like nobody asked. He's like, "Yup, I actually Roger, I actually got the call Goodell. in advance about that." Any NFL player. And if he is, it's not Russell Wilson. Doesn't happen. Well, Russell Wilson is kind of like king of the Pro Bowl. Like he's always there. He's he, yeah. like he's very happy Hasn't to be. Has he won a couple MVPs? I wouldn't know, but I'm I'm pretty, just, you should I'm, know that, Adam. That's your turn. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he's won a couple Pro Bowl MVPs, and I oh. think oh. I think it happened because he sparked the conversation after oh. one of the Pro Bowls when he won MVP, and so that's why it happened. Oh. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't here when we talked about the Pro Bowl, but I think it was a success, definitely compared to previous years. Oh. I'm just disappointed with Kick Tactoe. Could they not disagree of, more. They ruined Kick Tactoe, but otherwise it was good. It is a horrible. <laughs> I like to watch the NFL for like the games. I felt like I, when I tuned in, it felt like I was watching like grown men on vacation. I mean, it's <laughs> that makes kids, me feel insecure us, in Canada. Really? Yeah, dude. I was like, I would I rather. I, I don't want to watch people them. on vacation. I want to be on vacation. I don't know why everyone was like loving the like trampoline, like jump as high as you can in the air, like catch, like what? They were like, oh, like dunk contests, like let's see how high you can get. It's so like, you know, when you're kids and like you're jumping on the trampoline and then I don't know, either you're like a goalie, you're making saves, you can dive really far, you're like you're making the catches. That's kind of what they were doing. And it's just like, I don't know, it's not that impressive. Like, no. 
I agree with you. It's a trampoline. Like I could it's a do trampoline, it. Trampoline, and they were just kind of catching the ball. Like everyone was freaking out about like St. Brown's catch. Like I don't know. Like, like I wasn't watching it. I can't lie. So yeah, you're gonna need to fill me saying. in. I think that part. Was, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying overall the game. Like having a flag football game instead of a contact football game is miles, miles, miles better. Like they actually try. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I just think I'm it's done. funny that we're like debating like <laughs> like if it's improved. Sorry. Well, yeah, I watch it so. I like that's it. fair. That's yeah, just you gotta, that's you gotta just... find something better to do that weekend. <laughs> I just I don't that reflects don't, poorly on I you. I don't dude. sit down on my t- like on my couch and watch the full game. I just watch the highlights. Adam might be the most football guy out of all of us because he fucking watched the 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 what's what was tonight the uh, NFL, NFL, NFL honors NFL honors yeah. <laughs> and this guy watched the Pro Bowl too. Like respect. Yeah. True. Like I feel like I love football, but I'd rather watch paint dry than watch the Pro Bowl. So I agree. I to tip my cap to you. Someone's got to be on the good. ground. They recording. also made the change that um, defensive <laughs> players have to play defense and offensive players have to play offense. Oh, crazy! Oh no! Wow. They used to just like play whatever they wanted and not care, but now they actually have to like. Yes. 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 Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Enough of this shenanigans, dude. Let's get down to real football. Like real men. This isn't a fun game. This is about winners and losers. I don't want to see JJ Watt at tight end. Uh, Dude, you know what I would have actually I would have actually tuned in for? Yeah. You know how like um, Alex talked about like earlier in the year about the kids at Gritty. They do like a Gritty <laughs> off and then they have the girls at lunchtime like rate them. Yeah. Dude, they should get like 10 NFL guys to do Gritty offs against each other and then put it in a bracket and then get like cheerleaders or wives to rate it. Oh, That would be so lit. That would be hype. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, well. Get a little Gis- but imagine the Gisicki. product though. Like get cheerleaders to rate it. Yeah, that's probably not happening in 2023, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> or guys. I mean, you don't have to. You can do guys. You know, I was just trying to keep okay. the spirit of the original. Yeah. But, like, the gritty off is sick. The gritty off's a great idea. It would be yeah. it would be unreal. And then we know guys would go all out for it. I mean, this is Roger's just... got to get me on the phone. He does. One of many great yeah. ideas from the brain of Owen. So, I mean... Thank you. It's just good to see. Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks. Looking forward to it. Basketball. Huge. I mean, this is, like, the biggest... One of the biggest sports trades of my life, Kevin Durant going to the Suns. I literally, I was sitting in a chair. I got the notification. I tipped back in the chair. I fell back and banged my head on the floor. I could not believe this trade. I know, I like concussion protocol to a situation, Brian Hoyer. Um, but, uh, I mean, like I said, breaking news. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. It is that Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. Um, Adam texted me today and was kind enough to let me know that the Suns are now contenders. That's what he said. When, in my opinion. In, in his opinion, he says the oh, Suns good. are Qualified. contending. He also said he's looking forward to Westbrook making a run to the finals with the Jazz. And then I had to, I had to let him know that that, unfortunately, was not going to be the case. Um, uh, there is still time for that to change, of course. But Kevin Durant... Alex, what were your initial reactions and what have you yeah, thought in the hours since? That was since? nuts. I was very, uh, like, I had a early morning the next day and I was, re- like, ready to go to bed in, like, a minute. And then, like, I was scrolling on Twitter and the freaking notification came and it was, 
like I just like backflipped like twenty times in my room. I was like, oh my god, like this is this is nuts. So Alex actually said to me that he yelled and woke everybody in the house up. Yeah. I just went in my hallway and just started like yelling. I was like, Kevin Durant got traded, this, that, sons, it was nuts. Uh, and your so whole yeah, family like said, loves one of the biggest trades. Right? Your whole, like, is your, sorry to take away from your monologue, but does your whole family love NBA to the point that like your mom wakes up and she's like, well, no way? Well, I don't even think my mom was actually like in bed. She might have been downstairs, but like my dad was like in bed, but like he wasn't upset that I, uh, let's uh, go. Okay, like he sorry. loves it. He was like, "Wow, this is sick." Um. So, and well, because to be fair, I woke him up for the pearl trade, <laughs> and I was like, "This," and I was, like, and then That's I was like, the "Saddest this. thing I've ever heard." I was like, "Guess what? It gets better." Kevin Durant got traded. So yeah. Anyways, crazy trade. We'll see what happens. Uh, lots of people are penciling the mint to win the finals. Um. But I don't know. Like I, we've seen a lot of these super teams just like fail and not be very successful it's easy to say now like oh they're a lock to win but i don't know you just like i thought the nets were gonna win like three championships and look how like they they uh they ended up and like phil said i they should have maybe even gotten rid of chris ball because that guy is allergic to winning championships so yeah um, we forget that I don't he's, know. We'll see. he's addicted to playing in the nba finals remember that he said he didn't he did <laughs> no say way. that about 16 months ago he hasn't made the trip back yet um but here's the thing to me like i know they might sign reggie jackson but they, they, they have no bench dude and i and i get no. like and i get everybody always every year's like the bio guys the bio guys the bio guys never end up Jeez. mattering dude they're all russ. they're <laughs> russ would be quite the what is a High wire act, I'll say that. But it, what was the last time a bio guy like ended up mattering? Really, they're bought out for a reason. And like, to me, I get it. Like, obviously, you have the chance to do this trade. You do it. They have a better chance of winning the title before. I understand that. But to me, it's not like it's like a slam dunk. Like, oh, here come the Suns to win the whole thing. They're gonna be starting like Tory Craig, T.J. Warren, like. I don't know, dude. I would have maybe tried to get a couple things for Chris Paul. I know he's, you know, a great point guard, and I'm sure he loves the opportunity to, like, spread it out. Like, if he has to shoot eight times a game, I'm sure he's okay with that. But to me, it's like, I don't know, 37-year-old Chris Paul, 34-year-old Kevin Durant, and I know Kevin Durant's still a top three guy, but this is like, it's like pretty much this year or never. So... Well, can Kevin Durant at this point even last, like, four rounds? That's, playoff basketball it's a valid question he has not had a history of being healthy and i like when he's on the court they were 17 and 2 in his last 19 with the nets he's still that guy i just don't know i just i think it's a little bit riskier than people might think i know you got to do it but you're leaving yourself pretty vulnerable if this doesn't work out where are you out on Suns are probably better and i think this is like a win like this is a championship or bust move for them this year but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I kind of part of me feels like the Nets kind of got not fleeced, but like shortchanged a little bit. Like they got sense on the dollar to me because I mean Durant, he still has I think one more year after this of team control, if I'm not mistaken. He might have more. And he might have more. Yeah, it's true. And he's playing like some of the best basketball of his career, one of the best seasons of his of his life, one of the most efficient seasons he's ever played. And like Mikel Bridges is a really good player. I read that they could get, they could have got four picks, four first rounders for him, or that's what somebody's offering. Uh, but I don't know. I think you want a better player as the best player in the trade because those picks might not even amount to great picks. They might end, be, end up being lower end 
first round picks, which are not that valuable. So yeah, I, think, I don't know. We'll see. Think, but uh, I think as of right now, I think they got shortchanged. I think to what Phil said, I know there was even like, this is almost like bullying in the NBA today where like teams didn't even want to really trade their players to Brooklyn because they didn't want to make the Nets better because they thought that if they make the Nets better, then, you know, KD would probably stay. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I know, like, they got a lot of value, but I just would have just ran it ran it out with KD and just Me too. see what happens. Like, if anything, like, just give him, like, just let him do it all, like, enough with this, like, super team crap. Like, clearly, like, it hasn't really worked except with, like, Golden State. Um, but uh, it's just... Like I I don't know. Here's here's the thing for me. It's just nuts that this didn't work out, and they ended up trading all three guys. Yeah, that's that's insane. And you look at it from like 2019, that team they had that was like Russell and the sort of that crew. Yeah, Jared Allen, that crew of like underachieving guys, kind of plucky team. And to like fast forward four years later, where it's like they're kind of at that spot, except without all their picks and like. Sons picks mixed in like it, it's like oh by the way we had kevin durant james harden and kyrie in between those years yeah and, and it's a championship no but but you do that again like the the, the league is about putting yourself in position to get the stars so it, i agree it didn't work out so here's here's the thing for me though i actually like what they got back i think miles or mikhail bridges is really good i think cam johnson is a pretty quality player too i think you could get a lot of picks for them if you wanted to um their roster right now doesn't make a lot of sense which i can touch on in a second but they got four unprotected first which are just you know like lottery tickets pretty much you don't know how the suns are going to look in six years like you don't want to bet against a Devin booker team yeah but i mean it's still an unprotected pick six years from now a lot of things can happen in the nba but to me like it seemed like their plan shifted between the Kyrie trade and last night because how else do you explain if you're like going in for picks, wouldn't you want the two Laker picks that they offered you? Like, wouldn't that make the most sense? Like, it seemed like them getting Dinwiddie and DFS was to like put around KD. Like, it seemed to me that that's what they were doing because otherwise you would have taken the the two picks. So it seemed like to me that there was a, like a Kevin Durant must have went to them in the last 72 hours and said, look, I'm not coming back if you don't get rid of me. Like, it seems like there was like an ultimatum to that point because otherwise that makes no sense to me. Well, I think it was all Joe Sy though. He said, I'm not trading anybody to the Lakers. Like, like they like they they offered like I think the Lakers had a much better offer for Kyrie, yeah, like, and he straight up said no. So it's really just I think it's all you can point it all on Joe side, and I don't want to put all the blame on him, but like damn, I don't know, and I know Harden and Kyrie and Kevin are very interesting personalities, but I mean they were all pretty vocal about how they were treated and. Brooklyn and how bad of an organization it is and how poorly it's run. And I'm taking that with a grain of salt, but still you got all three guys were like itching to get out of there. I, I do find it. I do find it really funny that Kyrie Irving was uh, said that like he had, he knew from the first year, the nets were going to be a disaster when literally last weekend he was negotiating a five-year extension with them. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what I to make of that. But tweet. I saw this funny tweet where after he was um saying he's like man I'm just I, I'm just glad KD got out of the out of Brooklyn I'm glad I got out of Brooklyn and then he was essentially saying the same thing when he cut the Celtics and he was on the Nets <laughs> he was like I'm just glad I was out of that situation and then same thing with the Cavs like this guy like this guy's wild 
And the re- the retracting of the apology was so all time. <laughs> yeah. So sick. He just couldn't let that one lie. Well, and then they ask him about it. And the first thing he says is, I actually, he goes, the media never tells you this, but I actually delete things on my Instagram all the time. It's like, oh, right. really? Yeah. That's why you picked that one. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, we, I awesome. mean, we all know the situation there. I get it. But I think looking back on it to me, the 2019 to 2013 Nets, I know this has been said, it's the like greatest like what could have been team of all time and Kevin Durant's toe on the line against the Bucks turns into like an all-time what could have been I mean even at the time that was you know it was such a big moment and it was such a like they they could have easily walked to the finals after that they would have had to play the Hawks and the Suns and I mean if he yeah. if, if he cuts his toenails that morning they're going to the East Finals like that, that, yeah, but it, one championship doesn't change. I don't think it changes the eventual outcome because Kyrie's done this whether he's won or not. I mean, he he was saying he wanted to spend his career with LeBron and then after winning titles and then left. Like, I think it would have en- ended the same whether they won a championship or not. And yeah, it would have been nice to win a championship. But I think that when they kind of got this core together, the goal was, I mean, I think it was to win more than one at the end of the day. And I know they didn't even get there to one but i think ultimately i think they were hoping to win multiple i did also like Kyrie irving's explanation about why they went there when he said uh we are two guys who you know we're basketball savants and we saw the opportunity to pass our knowledge on to a bunch of kids and we thought this would be great it was like dude no way you traded all of them the first chance you had like I don't know, I don't think he understands like that people read into situations. Like he just blatantly lies into the microphone, and everybody's like, "Like, are we supposed to just accept like this blatant lie?" I just don't understand it. I I think it's nuts how at All Star Weekend in Charlotte that video comes two max out slots like talking and like hanging out and it's like you know what we should be a team and then they're like great idea great idea let's do it it's like oh my god who could have seen it coming like the nba players and they really don't know anything about roster construction or like fit and all that stuff it's it's so poor and i don't know how some of these organizations just keep letting these guys like handle this stuff oh it's it's nuts they need a they need a mechanism like the franchise tag to limit this from happening. And I know no, I agree. I know nobody likes the franchise tag, but I, and I know I heard this example today. But if this was then, if the NFL was the NBA, Lamar Jackson would have been traded a year ago. Like they need, there needs to be a mechanism that protects teams from this happening to them because it, it could just these guys are like they have all the control. The rug can just come from out from under a team at any given moment. Yeah. It's true, but at the same time, I do. I, I don't feel a lot of sympathy for the Nets. Yeah, they knew. In I mean, this case, th- these two guys are famous recluses. And yeah. James Harden is, I mean, James Harden literally like inflated like a balloon to get a trade the first time. I don't know what why they thought he was going to yeah. do all like. And they thought they held the keys to unlock Ben Simmons <laughs> and to tame Kyrie Irving. I mean, they just well, thought they were a lot smarter did. than they were. And then they, they are. They really did day. pick like if you're picking like the some of the worst personalities in the NBA and it's like all star levels. I think they took them all. Like they checked all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, the, the only like Harden, the Kyrie, Durant, and Ben Simmons are some of the most unstable players in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really they got the Infinity like, Stones. What they'll do? Yeah, yeah, I love it, dude. That's that's respect. I did. Owen's more of a career guy, so I guess I would ask him this. I saw a bunch of people saying this online. I think it's. 
I won't tell you what I think, but there was a bunch of people saying Kevin Durant to another super team. When's this guy going to get away with it? The guy always go, you know, he picks his spots to super teams. I wanted to know what your opinion was on that. I mean, I, I think it's, I think every player wins with super teams. Like, whether you want to call it that or not, I think every player, I don't think there's ever been a player in the last, at least my, since I've been a basketball fan, that's won without help from other stars or other really, really like star caliber players. So I think that's just the reality. There's probably four or five teams that he could have trade, been traded to or a few maybe. And I think all of them, you make the case were probably super teams because he was going to get traded to a contender and every contender has star players on it. So that's the way I look at it. That's just kind of how it is in the NBA. Like, like what trade? What what contender was he going to get traded to where it's not a super team? Like the Grizzlies? Yeah, I see they're going to trade Jaw for him. Yeah, but at the same time, like a player of Kevin Durant's caliber, spent few like years in Oklahoma, didn't get anything done, and went to the finals. And it was a young team and all that, but at the end of the day, didn't win a title. And then went to the Nets team also with a super team and didn't get it done. So, I mean, if he goes to this Phoenix team and like still can't. Get it done. And well, I don't care if he gets injured or not, or if, if you know Booker goes down. Like, I get he has the two titles, but I don't know, man. It's just like yeah. all these teams, and he still hasn't. Like, LeBron's won chips in every single franchise he's been in. Mm-hmm. KD just kind of floats around, and he's still not winning championships. It's like, oh. I, I think you're like, yeah, I think you got to include Golden State in there. No, like, I think I don't think. You can discount that. Oh, I, I am, and I am, but like that was like a perfect like situation. It's like okay, like, and that's the one where everyone's like, all right, like you're the best player on Golden State. We also had like probably the, one of the greatest teams of all time. You guys lost like nine games one year. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, been to so many teams. No, but at that point, just like stay with Golden State. Like, if you're gonna switch out so many teams, like I'm expecting championships. I will say though, I think that's the difference between him and LeBron is. KD is a great, he's maybe the greatest like number two or the not, maybe not number two is the right word, but the greatest like co-pilot you could ever have because he, I think, just cares about putting his head down and scoring the basketball. And if you pair him with a guy like Curry or like, you know, anybody that can, is a stable leader or somebody that can kind of um, control a locker room, I think that's where he's more comfortable. I don't think he's comfortable in that role where he's the guy. Yeah, and that's what's so funny about but but you say that and I agree with you. And what's so funny to me is he was someone who like he didn't he wasn't happy with the Thunder. He he was playing with Westbrook or whatever you want to say about him could have been a pretty demanding teammate in a lot of different ways. So he wasn't happy there. He goes to the Warriors and he plays on the best team I've ever seen in my life and they win and he like he finally wins his best player in the finals finals MVP and then he's not happy. He, for whatever reason, was not okay with Curry getting, you know, Curry getting the shine in San Francisco and bolts to Brooklyn. And he needs to be the guy again, but he has Kyrie to help him. And then he decides, like, three years into there, I'm unhappy here. Like, when's the, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he was in the perfect basketball situation. He's not going to find the 2017 Warriors again, but it seems like he's just hunting for that feeling over and over again. And I don't know what makes him happy. I don't know if there's anything out there that actually could appease him. That's my problem with him though, is he's been hunting so much and like, sure, I respect the two championships he got with Golden State, but at the same time, like I I get that you're like one of the greatest scorers of all time, but part of like being like an all time great is like being a smart player off the court too. Mm -hmm. Like I think, I think LeBron was a pretty smart dude off the court well and pick and shows his team's pretty well 
Um, and KD just, I don't know. Like, I think the Nets move was very, like, like at the time it looked great, but he like that's on him too for not being able to get that done. And then we'll see what he does with Phoenix. But like, like Phil said, <clears throat> like, I don't know what, what made you want to just like leave Golden State that bad. I know it was to prove that, you know, he could like be the leader and do it himself. But Well, he just didn't get the credit he thought he would get for one-upping LeBron in finals. Finals MVP. Like, But he didn't get the, we, we all left those, we were there, we left the finals saying LeBron's still better than him. He thought that we would leave the finals going, he's better, he's the best player. He thought he'd finally get the due he thought he deserved. Which, I mean, you could make the argument that that's true. He was the best player in back-to-back finals that he won. But everybody still said LeBron was better. Nobody was saying, yeah, and and it's more impressive because LeBron was playing with nobody, and that that's the part. Like that's the problem. Like I don't know what KD doesn't understand. Like, well, I think that's why he left is because people were saying that. I think he, I mean, we all know KD is like a he's somebody that pays a lot of attention to the media and what people say and talk about him on Twitter. Like I think he wanted to go to a situation where he's the guy and there's nobody else. Mm-hmm. And I think he realized, like I was saying. Maybe he didn't realize it, but I think what kind of played out is that he's not built like that. Yeah, so he's going to try to chase it again here. Like, I, and I yeah. just think this is not—it's not the same situation. There's baggage with this team. Chris Paul is one of the all-time baggage guys. It's—I don't. No think, one likes Aiton. Like, yeah, it, this team's weird. This team is weird. It's not. Uh, it's it's. I don't think it's going to be seamless. I don't think they're going to take off like everybody expects them to. So. I don't know. It's going to be an Although, interesting watch. And what, like, Booker's just fine now, just like seating the ball like yep. half the time. Like, That's how, a good how question. Does that work? Yeah. Like, Booker is, Booker's also like a very feisty personality, too. Like, this guy is, like, he'll give it to you. So I don't know. Like, I know Chris Paul's fine. That's true. But like, I think these, Booker's just okay now with that. Like, I don't know. I think these moves like highlight how special Golden State was because. And with any other team, with any other group of superstars, I think you do have like a lot of people that the players might bristle and have issues with it. But the fact that he fit in so seamlessly and like Steph and Clay, who were like all NBA caliber players, were willing to give shots yeah. up so they could mm-hmm. win a title is remarkable. I think people take that for granted. Clay was like, oh, no problem. I'll, I'll be the third guy. I'll be that less is, than Chris Bosh. Fine. Yeah. Yes. That's what he yeah, said. Curry. And Curry is like, okay, you can come into the city that I was drafted in. Like, I'm I'm their son. Yeah, go for it, man. Like, let's do this. Let's win some chips. He was totally fine with that. And even that wasn't enough. Yeah. Because he yeah. made some, some random stuff up in his head that, once again, like, no one's valuing him and stuff. Like, he makes all this stuff up. He reads it from, like, Witter. That's where he gets this stuff in his head, man. It's people who just berate him all day. He reads it, and it gets in his head. It seems like that to me, at least. I mean, we saw it three days after he won the 2018 finals. He was, like, on Twitter rampages, like, just replying yeah. to people nonstop. The guy, he he has some sort of weird thing like that. And, and last yeah. thing I, I want to say is that now that you mentioned that Devin Booker thing, it's not unlike the situation he walked into in Golden State. Devin Booker is Phoenix's guy. He took the team from the basement. They drafted him in a similar spot to Curry, like, not high up very like in the tens, in the sevens, yeah. in the fourteens. He developed in front of them. He's their guy. He's now exposed to be comfortable coming in and being the number two again. Cause I don't think he's gonna be the number one there as far as the fans go. He's like a rent a yeah. rent a ring guy. So 
I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to watch play out. Other trades, I guess, two L.A. teams. Lakers, focus on them quick. They bring in D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, and Mo Bamba, and they ship out a 2027 first Westbrook, Beverly, and Thomas Bryant. I Alex doesn't like these moves. I like them. I think this is enough of a shuffle that they have put a team around LeBron that finally looks like a team that LeBron would be able to work with. Shooting, defense, rebounding. I like what they did a lot. I think for the things that they sent out, this is like an A-plus return. I think they've got four quality role-player guys who fit a lot better around LeBron, and I love it. I think they did fantastic. I think they are up in a category that they were not in before these trades. It, the only problem was, and I agree, I think it's all about fit. I think that we might even be underestimating how poor of a fit Westbrook was and how like much he was contributing to like just their losses um, and, and play on the court. And I agree, like this is clearly a better fit than Westbrook and some of the other guys that they had. I was just personally getting like the Cavs massive trades that they made in like 2018, like the Rodney Hood. Jordan Clarkson <laughs> vibes and and those like were very poorly executed trades and I get like I know like you know you see Russell and his point points per game and all this stuff but like Golden State which is like an AAA plus franchise moved off this guy in like three months and even the Timberwolves were like you know what we'd rather have Mike Conley than D'Angelo Russell and I know there's some like money and financial stuff involved in that but I think it's just when you look at like D'Angelo Russell, it's like, oh, he's averaging 18 points per game. Like he's a scorer. It's like not really like with LeBron and Davis and like some of the other guys, like I don't know how much his like offense is going to contribute. I like Vanderbilt. I think he's good. And I think like Hachimura has been a really good addition. Oh yeah. I haven't really watched Hachimura ever, but like now that he's on the Lakers, you can watch him a lot more. So I think he's good. Um, But yeah, overall, I don't think it's like really putting them into like title contender category for me. Yeah, I don't think they're a title contender either, but I do think like they had a good deadline. Like they're really it was a tough situation to work with. They had like three chips and they ended up doing pretty good for themselves because I agree. I think you know, even if it was just Russell Westbrook gone, I think that's addition by subtraction to a degree because I do think he was a pretty big anchor on the at least the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as the return, I mean, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, I think he's got his own things, but, uh, um, I mean, you can credit him for being a good scorer and he can play, you know, he fits better than Westbrook would. It's that offense in the sense that he's a better shooter and a better off ball scorer. Um, and then in regards to the other pieces, yeah, it's like, you know, they're, I don't think they're, you know, the meat of the front of the team really shifted much you know, in the sense that they're going to be more of a contender necessarily. Like, I don't think they are contender still, um, but I think on the fringes, they got much better and they're looking better in the future. And you could sort of tie, we didn't talk about LeBron. We, we, we uh, weren't here since the Tuesday night game against Oklahoma city, obviously. And we can kind of tie this into it to me. I mean, obviously very memorable thing that I think everybody here watched live. And um, I mean, it, it is like, it was weirdly one of the very memorable things that you could see in a regular season game. I mean, the ceremony was great and everything, but I am a little, I mean, I would be actually a lot concerned at how weird the Lakers played and like the way they reacted to that uh, is alarming to me. Like the Davis stuff 
where he was like a ghost in the game. He had, what, 11 points, and then he doesn't stand up when he breaks the record, and then he's not talking to him on the mic'd up, and he seemed like he was, like, pretty sick of this, like, LeBron is, this is LeBron's night situation. And then you had Westbrook, who gets in the fight with Darwin after the game and shoots 19 times and, like, like <laughs> seemed like he was actively, like, looking for his opportunities on, like, LeBron's, I guess, the day that they really wanted him to break it. I, I think there is a lot of dysfunction and there still, I wonder how much of that was tied to Russ, but uh, that would be my biggest concern for them. I, I also, and I know it's like one of the biggest records you can score in the NBA. Like it's, it was an unbreakable record or considered to be smiling. It's an unbelievable record, but like, I don't know. At the same time, man, I really don't think he cared that they lost to OKC. And I think he, like for me, I don't know. There was just a little too, too much like celebration afterwards. Like he made sure he went to like the after party and there was like so many like smile and all like he was so excited after they got him on like TNT he was very smiling and all that. At the end of the day, like it's a record. And I think, I don't know, maybe some of the players were just upset. It's like, Hey, we just lost a game to Oklahoma at home. Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, I know you broke the record and everything, and that's fine, and he should have a good time. I'm not saying he shouldn't have. But it was, like, it was, I think, a little extra smiley for me for, from LeBron. Like, if you actually watch that game for even a few quarters, like, OKC was running circles around. Like, it yeah. wasn't even a, it wasn't even that close. Like, I know the scoreline might have been a bit closer, but no. Like, it was it was concerning. So we'll see how they do with these uh, with these new pieces. Uh, the Clippers quickly—they seem like a very stale team. I, I, I—we hadn't talked about them on this show. There was clearly something going on there. I mean, they're a lot like the Nets in a lot of ways. They—they they mirror each other with the dysfunction they've had there. The, their sort of summary of their day—they were pretty active. They got in Bones Highland, Mason Plumlee, and Eric Gordon, and got rid of Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, and John Wall. Um, I'm just not seeing it I, I know this is a decent reshuffle because they have no picks and I like their team better but I still just think there's a lot of baggage here that uh it's not even in their control it's just a clipper thing at this point and Bones Highland like I, I like him on the right team and I think they got him for a really good price but I don't know that he's gonna really be a great fit there to be honest with you they're they're Nets West man uh I watched that game um yesterday of um it, uh, the Nets, or sorry, not the Nets, the Clippers Mavs game. And mm. this was without Luca. And this was Kyrie's first breaking game with his new team. And like the Mavs were giving them work, like with all these role players. Like Jaden Hardy was going off. Theo Pinson was like, cr- like nailing threes the entire. I was like, what? Like, how is, how are you letting this happen? Um, and they're just such a weird team. Like, I feel like they don't really have an identity. Like, what are the Clippers? Like, like I don't really know what to expect from them on a night nightly basis because not only are the guys not playing, it's just the rotation's always so weird too. Um, and then, like, Kawhi hasn't really been Ka- Kawhi-ish this year. So, no, nah, I'm not buying it this year. I think there's many more quality teams. Um, I know you can say, like, the pedigree and the and – the, but really, when you look at it, again, it's only, like, Ty Lu and Kawhi. Paul George is also a choker. He's Chris Paul level mm-hmm. in, in playoffs. So I, I'm not buying this team, man. There's no way. There's no way. 
Uh, last thing, just quickly grab uh, one of these if you want. Tony was really not happy with the Sadiq Bay James Wiseman swap. Uh, he said he was down bad. He said it, James Wiseman seems lazy. That was his opinion, so he wasn't really into that one. Uh, the Warriors flipped Sadiq Bay for Gary Payton, pretty much. Uh, other than that, Josh Hart to the Knicks, Jay Crowder to the Bucks, uh, Kennard to the Grizzlies, Thibault to Portland. Was there one there that you really liked, Alex, or all sort of men? Oh. Uh. They're all kind of met to me. I do have to shout out personally. Uh, I know Phil saw this uh, hoops hype and their tweet today, which I thought was like an unbelievable waste of letters. Um, they, for some reason they ended up tweeting the new look bucks. Uh, and I'm like, okay, that was fire. So what they, what they ended up tweeting was Jay Crowder. And then they just listed the rest of the bucks roster. It's like, this is what the bucks look like now. It's like, you could have just treat like said, okay, Jay Crowder is at like, He's part of the roster. You didn't have to like, and they really went like all the way to like Jordan Moore, I think. And like all those other guys, like, like the Nasi, like, I don't know why they had to tweet out like 18 roster players after putting Jay Crowder first. Like I thought it was the most ridiculous tweet I've seen. So I had to get that out there. <laughs> I agree with you. Jay Crowder also had the tweet quote, cut my finger off to save my hand 99 back again, bro. Nobody like cares about you at all. Like I don't like you had literally the worst holdout of all time. Like I know it ended with you on the bucks. Like congratulations, but dude, like, no, you weren't even good in the playoffs last year. Like, I don't, I don't understand what, what he's doing, but hey, I mean, maybe he'll have a great playoffs. Was there one there hey, that you liked, Owen? I love Boss Man 99. I want to say that. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I, I like the Warriors move. I think Gary Payton's upgrade over James Wiseman. Like, yeah. I think the Wiseman experiment, you can safely say, is a failure at this point. Yeah. Um, but if you're the. Pistons, I like it too because I mean I think they're pretty frustrated with Sadiq Bay. They weren't really getting anywhere with him, uh, and James Wiseman has he's probably got some upside. I'm assuming <laughs> left, and <laughs> the Pistons are like a more uh, like ex- like less experienced uh, Marvin Bagley. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's where I was yeah. going. They literally traded for Marvin Bagley <laughs> again. But the good thing is the Pistons are going nowhere soon, so yep. they have time to mess around with him. I, I, I didn't really understand it from their perspective because it's like you, like I like Jalen Duran and they dropped Jalen Duran. They're like, all right, like now you're going to the bench. We're gonna put in James Wiseman to go over you. So Jalen Duran is nasty. I know. He seems like he should start. That's what I'm saying. So I don't really get it from that way. And they also still have Marvin Bagley. That's a very weird team. I know why Tony was down bad about it. But also I know Gary Payton was an impact player in the finals last year, like very good. I, I they needed a guy like that. I I know that's a good move for them. I maybe would have rolled the dice with Sadiq Bay. I think he can score, and I think he cares and tries. And I know they would have to pay him, but I don't know. I maybe would have rolled the him, dice with him. Him in the Golden State system. Yeah. Like, if he was able to survive the Piston system, and we've seen how many guys come <laughs> out of the Piston system and, like, succeeded. Like, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Frickin, Tobias Bruce Harris. Brown, Tobias Harris. Like, lots of guys. So, I feel like it would have been interesting to see him stick around. Yeah. I think that was a good pickup by Atlanta, getting him. I mean, a Paid basically nothing. So I liked that for them. I also like Josh Hart. Like, I think he's just a pro basketball player, but that was a lot to give up for him. So, yeah. Other other than that, Alex is on his way to Sacramento. Yeah. Very yeah. soon. What's the countdown in terms of hours? Wow. Like, uh, flights in, in like, seven, eight hours. So I got to get a few hours of sleep, and then we're heading. So by the time you guys are hearing this, I'm probably already on the flight. He's in the sack. He's in the sack. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Calgary, Vancouver, then Vancouver, SAC. So surprise, surprise, no direct flights from Calgary. <laughs> to SAC. 
what what uh what's the itinerary tell the people what sort of like tourist attractions you're hitting and what is wow, your trip so look i like? struggled with tourist attractions no kidding uh, like yeah no kidding because <laughs> sacramento seems like a very dead city um i was scrolling through tiktok trying to get some ideas and they're like sacramento talk like, railroad like the railroad museum i'm like no thanks like <laughs> i'm checking that out um so really i'm just going to those back-to-back games uh, Dallas Mavericks against the Kings back to back Friday, Saturday. Um, so should be good trying to see some Luca Kyrie magic. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. First game together, hopefully. Yeah, first game, first game together, hopefully. So it should be a good time. You'll see history before it ends it, abruptly. Abruptly, yes. It's gonna be sick. We can see three months worth of history before he's on the Lakers. The rocket will blast off in front of Alex. And if there is light the beam shirts, just yes. I'm a medium and I'll pay you when you get back. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll send you boys some pics of, uh, hopefully we get some light the beam action. So I'm yes. excited. I'm I, this is sounds like a great trip. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. A hotel is like a three minute walk. Like it's great <laughs> from the, from the arena. So it's good. Adam knows I'm a huge arena walk from hotel guy. I like to scout that out. Like Denver across the street all the time. Yeah. It's like the only hotel I'm staying at. Just do a straight line across. Perfect. Couldn't ask for better, to be honest. Same thing with Minnesota. Um, I do like that Alex is going to, because like I, I sometimes I like to like think like, is there a scenario where I'd go to this city and watch a game? Like, yeah, maybe I'd go to you know New York and see the Knicks or something. You know, I go to Los Angeles see the Lakers. I've never once like turned on the Kings and been like, one day I'm gonna be at the Golden One Center. There's just never been a day that that's happened. So I like that you're crossing it off your list. No, well, we weren't really planning it either, but it was just like the schedules like aligned. And then we were like, okay, which city's having back-to-back home games in like a short amount of time? And it turned out being Sacramento. They were on the West Coast. We're like, Sacramento it is. Yeah, I hope you have a great time. Yeah, I appreciate it. The only other thing I want to ask is, Owen, what's what's your Super Bowl plan look like? What what does it look like the itinerary will be for Sunday? Um, Still kind of cooking. Okay, Um, (laughs) okay. But I think my friend is gonna have like a like a like a party, I guess. But like it's a potluck. All right. So okay. we'll see about that. I'm not bringing anything because I don't have any food in my house. Mm. Well, maybe I will bring something. Maybe I'll think of. That would be bad not to bring something, hey? That would be bring poor like form. Something that'd be poor, poor form. form. Maybe I'll buy something because I have nothing. Like but, Little Caesars uh, or something. Yeah, or like a bag of chips. Oh, even <laughs> even more resourceful. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of. I mean, it's still tentative. We're still cooking that one up. Okay. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's hype. And Adam, I are you going to Edmonton this weekend, or am I going to be seeing you here at the house? Uh, both. Okay. Wow. Doubled up. That's descriptive. That, yeah. I mean, uh, multitasker. It answered. It answered the question. Questions. It yeah. did. Yeah, he did. I'll be going up, but. I'll be at your house for the Super Bowl. Let's go, dude. How many years in a row have we been? We were on like a five-year streak, you and me. Well, I think I think I missed the Foles Brady one. Uh, I didn't watch that one with you. Mm. It was like a snowstorm that day, I remember. Hmm. I but, did not um, remember that. Other than that, I think I've watched them all with you. That's beautiful, dude. I'm glad we get to keep a beautiful tradition alive. Let's go. Let's go, dude. I was expecting maybe a little more profound of a statement there, but that's okay. Let's go. I'll do the trick. So I'm very excited. Super Bowl Sunday. But yeah, 
long show. I knew it would be long because I knew, like uh, when Owen said nothing to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I like when when Adam said five thirty and Owen was like, "I have a game at seven. I was like, "All right, like that's just not like we're we're gonna need some more time." So I'm glad that everybody could do a late night. So thank you. We still didn't even get to talk Man City. I know, just horrifying. I mean, we could do it. Yeah. No. No. I'm out. I'm so gassed. (laughs) Alex is like LeBron after point thirty six. I'm done. But you boys talk about that. No. Adams. Adams. Thomas Bryan in the post. (laughs) Feed him. Adams been having Gato for the last fifty five minutes when we talk basketball. (laughs) So he's been ready to charge up and get on the post. But no, I'll give today a ten. Super Bowl like wrap up show. We'll have to think of something creative. I I would ask my dad, but I don't think he'd be down. So uh, we'll we'll come up with some sort of idea about who we who we could bring on um, to make that happen. But yeah, ten. 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 I know some Eagles fans. Yeah. No, no, they can come. It's okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I hit you with a troll right at the buzzer. But yeah, all right. Well, have a good like Super Bowl weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. Remember to get those su- Super Bowl Sunday. Good advice for the morning. Go get your flowers so you don't forget for Valentine's Day on Tuesday. Get the flowers then. That's the move. So yes, have a good weekend, everybody. Enjoy the sack to Alex, and uh, we'll be back Monday morning. <laughs>